In the government's yard. <laughs> I always thought that government's yard was a cool way to say park. A park. Yeah. I like that. You know how Jeff Foxworthy's got that show, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Is it still going? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it may not be. But hmm. It seemed like it had a good run. Yeah. But uh, I always thought that it would be cool if they had a show that was like, are you a redneck, you know? And it's like trivia, like stuff that a redneck would know. And if you if you lost, they'd be like, okay, you're not quite a redneck because you don't you, you didn't know you're about not, this. Yeah. You know, it's just, you, most rednecks would probably know some, about this. You did some redneck shit, but it just wasn't like, you know, you still paid your well, taxes. Yeah, like you would have to know like the names of fighter jets, you know, because just that's... Yeah. For some reason, part of it. You yeah. Know, if it goes really fast, you got to know the name. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all, that's the Blue Angel Herring. Yeah. It's a herring. A fun fact about that one. Near crashed in my cousin's yard. Uh, and then I, I thought it was anyway, and then it turned out to be a twin pillar. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you remember that time now, Early and his brother mm. found some wreckage. And yeah. pretty sure that was, a, that was a Blue Angel. But, you know, they never reported that. Girlfriend ain't going to report so. that kind of shit now. And yeah. now you're getting into something I'm really passionate about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are the conspiracy theories yeah. involving this? You which know? which ones All right. don't well, make no sense versus yeah. which ones is that's exactly right. That shit now, them chemtrails, you know, it been. I mean, that's why I'm so dumb as hell. That's <laughs> what the doctor, I went to a doctor and he told me that. He's there for something else, like a checkup, and he's and it kind of cuts to him, and he's like, "Isn't it? Well, isn't it possible? No, I don't, isn't it? But isn't it though? But isn't it possible? It is, isn't it? Say, I, I'll, I guess he said. Now he told me for a fact. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, <laughs> in there, like getting on that guy's nerves. Honey, you're not gonna believe what the doctor told me, and you're gonna tell me he's wrong. He went to goddamn college. He went to goddamn twelve years of it. You're gonna have to get your pot of plants, put them inside. Yeah. <laughs> Now, actually, you you gonna need to uproot them sons bitches because if they ain't go, no goddamn way of coming in my house, I, yeah, we're gonna yeah, buy new what? ones. We're going to Walmart tonight. We're gonna get the cheap ones. They already got kimmed. Taylor Ray, how long were you outside yesterday? And don't you lie to me either. That was about four to five minutes, probably. What about what? About what time? About what time frame? Oh God, probably around lunchtime. You uh, you 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 exposed. We we gonna have to do something. We, oh my God, what am I it's gonna for tell your, my family? It's for your own good. Now listen, you full of kim. Hey, everybody, out there in podcast land and listening around the world. This is Get Your Mind Right with Matt and Daniel. I am Daniel, and sitting across from me is Matt. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) All right, yeah. Purposely not matched your enthusiasm. I'm glad you have it. I have it, too. Uh, I was just trying to derail you. I mean, I feel like when you downplay it, it just makes me sound better. Yeah. Well, good. I'd like to ask you a question. I feel like everybody out there is probably wanting to know this. Go ahead. How are you? I'm okay, man. Good. You have a good good week? Week was unremarkable, but uh, it went by. Sometimes that's a good thing, you know? Sometimes it is. Sitting around the house all day doing nothing. 
yeah. is sometimes a good thing. It was great. I've had the last part of my vacation last week between the days of Monday and Wednesday. I'm sure you guys are familiar with those days of the week. And I had those days off and didn't really do much. And it was really, really good. Yep. Sometimes that's the best. Just don't do anything. Yeah. Just reset, man. Mm-hmm. What about you? Man, I have had a pretty normal week, except that I'm having a little girl. Yeah. Congratulations, uh, man. Hey, thank you so much. Found out today that my wife is cooking up a little daughter for me, <laughs> for us, you know. Yes. I sent her a text, you know, we, we had an ultrasound today to uh, find this information out, and I sent her a text of The Rock doing the people's eyebrow, and I was <laughs> like, I'm ready to see what the Megan's cooking. Oh, yes. Oh, man. She laughed. She gave me a pity laugh, but yeah, I felt I, like at I the just, time- I did too. No, I, I, <laughs> I, I was on that. I was all over that. I felt like at the time, though, she was probably like, why? Why am I having another child with this man? Yeah. Yeah. You know, what Dwayne, can you do? Dwayne Daniel's daughter, Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a girl, but we're still going to name her Dwayne. Yeah. After. I mean, and your, your son's named Dwayne, so. Right. Dwayne, Dwayne. Last name. The Rock. <laughs> no, and so when you had your son, you said something that was really funny to me, that your penis was so manly that it made another penis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So That's a true story. Yeah, that's, that's that right there is that's true. biologically accurate. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> what's the take on this one since it's a girl? Have you lost some of the manliness? I've or lost it, yeah. Your dick is more sensitive now? Yeah, I think maybe it's more sensitive. Like it could understand kind of maybe where you were coming from a yeah. little bit. <laughs> Better, you know, <laughs> if you were to really ask of it, you know, <laughs> it, it, you know, really tax it emotionally, it, it could probably it's hang in that, there. I think. It's something you could probably call when you're really feeling down. Yeah. It's going to get you through those times, you know. Yeah. Hey, is this, hey, Daniel? Like, <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, hey, man, uh, I've just been having a rough day. I was wondering, is your dick around? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, actually, yeah, he was, I just saw him. I think he was in the bathroom. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, that's, um, it's a real sweet dick you got there. <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot. But yeah, man, this has been a super cool yeah. revelation. So Gina's moved in. I don't know if I've made that clear to everyone. She has moved in. She's been living uh, with me for a while. It's been really cool, and it still makes me feel really good to see boobs. And with her being there, it's kind of more of a like the possibility that I can see them whenever. <laughs> yeah, and it's great. And sometimes it's not even in a sexual way. It's just the fact that you can see them because you kind of still remember. Oh them. yeah, yeah. You know, like I'm you, with you. I mean, yeah, just like a hey, yeah, you know, there just give them the thumbs up. There they are. The thumbs up. She's still kind of guarded with them. She'll kind of walk around with the hand over them, you know. Oh. And it's like, hey, you know, yeah, that's all right. it, they're not played out to me. You know, I still really enjoy singing them. And it's just like, oh, all right, yeah, I'm I'm a man, you know. It, yeah. Seen, yeah. <laughs> I've seen a couple. It just kind of makes you feel good. It got me thinking about what it would actually be like to be a woman. Now, I'm not going to go in a direction like the cliche guy thing here where it's just like, you're just going to have a bunch of sex and whatever bullshit, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm kind of interested in what type of woman 
do you think you'd actually be? That's kind of the basis for it. And I'm going to want to just kind of give you a little insight as to what I think it would be for me. First off, the temptation to manipulate would probably be there. So just want to kind of keep that in the back of your mind there as I talk about some of this stuff. Like I said, this isn't waking up as a girl tomorrow. This is how do you think you'd be to be a girl from birth? That seems like it would be extremely challenging to really put yourself there. Well, I've tried and I've got a few things here. I'll go through some of this Mm -hmm. and see if that maybe sparks something that you can talk about. I'm just kind of looking at it just how I was as a guy, as a kid. Just kind of like base characteristics. Trying to go with those kind of characteristics. So I was... I was already kind of a nervous kid. The idea of having breasts and guys starting to stare at me would be terrifying. I would have hated that type of attention when I was younger. And I think because of that attention, you wouldn't really be able to trust anyone because guys want to sleep with you. They're going to tell you anything. And girls will hate you or make fun of you based on the ratio of guys that want to sleep with you. So even the girls that you would kind of chill with growing up or whatever, they're probably going to talk some shit behind your back at some point. So it's kind of like from hearing stories from girls and just kind of hearing other girls talk about women. It's kind of like, like you could see them being incredibly nice to them. And then like, would you see what she was wearing? Like you're, when you're driving home, like, damn, I thought y'all were cool. That's been my experience. It seems like with women, the, the jealousy factor is out of control. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Even if you're good friends, you're not above uh, like knowing that you are also in a serious competition with this person. Yeah. You, you know? Like, yeah. Like you're just, you're just really, really good friends with all of your enemies. Right. Uh, yeah. Where did you get that eyeliner? Uh, uh, TJ Maxx? I don't like. No, it looks great. No, no, don't, no it looks great. And yeah. So, like, you take it off, and the next day you go in there, all the girls have got that color on, you know? So, it seems like your only real shot of having a good friend is to hang with guys who, granted, want to sleep with you, but are a little too nice, too shy to be really forward with it. And even then, you're just counting down the days until an awkward conversation with these friend zoned guys happens okay listen like you're gonna have to hear about this like daniela i've loved you since the sixth grade and then it really just brings into question the entire friendship like even people who are halfway decent to you are jerking it to you when you leave their house and then you know probably crying a little bit too it's it's interesting to think about it from that perspective I just feel like it would be this really odd existence of getting lied to, getting in huge arguments about things that you didn't even know were a problem, you know, you didn't even know was an issue, and just kind of living your life in a way that has all these men kind of looking at you and checking you out all the time. Like, I wonder if you get used to that. I wonder if it's just kind of like, yeah, we can go out. I mean, I, I mean, I guess I've actually heard, I mean, some girls really enjoy that, like really like that. So, but it just seems like that wouldn't be something you'd like every day. Like specifically, they like being checked out or actually being like taken out. Maybe a little both, but it's just weird. Like, so you you basically start off in a competition with girls, is what it seems like with other girls. You're in a competition with them to like look the prettiest and have the freshest gear, and then all that really gets you is a bunch of dumbass guys coming around like, hey, you know, you want to go like see my truck? It's so it's almost like it's a, a competition that you don't even want to win. But you're almost forced into it. Yeah, and and that's a a funny thing about, you know, you get the freshest gear, best makeup, all this stuff, you know, for guys. But it's funny because I really feel like 80 to 90 percent of what women do to work on their physical appearance would be like of no consequence to a man. Just completely unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of it is just 
to kind of exert their dominance over other women. It's what it seems like. You know? Yeah. It's what it seems like. Which is funny because you don't really think, you know, I mean, I mean well, it's not it's not typical to think of women as being like the alpha male or having that kind of mentality, you yeah. know, like kind of wanting to, you know, be the big shit, top dog, you know, but they do. Really I mean, does seem like they do, just in a different way. Yeah, you know, a much, much more subtle way. And, and yeah. like just a, a probably a more evolved way. Because, I mean, like, they're the selectors, ultimately, you know. It's, it's just, it's more about, like, eyeliner and makeup early on. I guess it's like wanting to get to a point where, you know, everything about you, as far as physical appearance, clothing, and all that, is taken care of to a degree that you can just be you and be confident in the fact that you look better than other women. I, see, I don't know if that ever happens, though. I think they're chasing an impossible dream. It, the, Maybe. Yeah, it's funny. We, Me and my wife have had conversations about this stuff, you know. Megan's go-to when she sees a, another woman that she feels like is attractive or has good features or something like that. She'll just say, bitch. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah, you, you know, you... When it's when it's like that, it's like you can never really have a full on friendship. I don't feel like it doesn't seem like you know? that's kind of what my what I'm saying. It's like there's not you can't trust anyone. The people that you could confide and they are probably going to let those secrets out just into hope in some way damage you. Like if if you if they if they, if they perceive you to have a leg up on them, like oh I got you now. I can't believe you told me who your crush was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, she screwed Chad yeah. Buskin behind the bleachers. So I know this for a fact yeah. because I am Chad Buskin. Yeah, it was me and drag. Yeah, trying to destroy her. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it, <laughs> go into that link. It's yeah, yeah. It really does. It's funny. It's been it's over just, two years of my life. Yeah, becoming a very convincing looking man. Yeah, I had to forge transfer papers. I knew everything she liked: favorite movies, favorite candy. Had to somehow attend song. school as me and the guy. Yeah, at the same time, <laughs> just to write slut on her locker, and it means something, and it have some weight. Yep. Now everybody thinks that, and we're not friends anymore. So, what a bitch! What a bitch! I think there is that level. I don't know how common that really is, you know? I mean, you think about stereotypical woman talk, which can also go into the realm of patting each other on the back and stuff, too. You know, like, oh, gosh, I, I just I wish I had your legs, you know? It's like, what are you talking about? You have great legs, you know? Like, I yeah. wish I had your eyes. And, you know, yeah. I don't know, that kind of stuff, which I don't really know what's going on there. Maybe that's not really even what's happening. I don't, yeah, I would love to know. Please, <laughs> yeah. someone tell us what's going on there. Yeah, like, oh my God, are you in an argument? You know, are you yeah. actually? Are you? It's 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 kind of like a roundabout way saying like, yeah, this feature is definitely better on me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, man, this I is think that the that's, big takeaway. That's that's round one. That's that filling your opponent out. You know, right, yeah. jab like legs look great. Where'd you get that top? You know, I I love that shop. I shop there all the time. Or <laughs> I should say, I used to before all the Hispanics moved in. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ding, ding, ding. Well, that one was pretty even there. We're going to have to see what the judges came up with on that. Real good combo at the end. Real good. Kind of uh, tipping your hand there a little bit with the uh, Hispanic comment, but uh, we'll see how that goes. It's really going to come down to how she responds to this. Yeah. (laughs) You know, she's been training with the most popular girl in school (laughs) for this title fight, so... (laughs) 
her backhanded double crossing skills have certainly yeah, been put through the ringer. Kind of uh, a little surprising, but not too shocking that her trainer actually did not show up to this fight. So she's actually <laughs> on her own here. Popular uh, girl in school, not ringside for this one. Yeah. A little too cool. Oh, wait. There she is. She's in the other corner. <laughs> oh, my God. The ultimate double cross. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have seen it coming? Oh, well, besides everyone. Besides literally everyone. Jim, I've got to say, her hair looks great. It really does. I was glad you said something because... Yeah. Uh, I really like those boobs, too. Yeah, ass is not bad. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. <laughs> High five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think to, in that situation where I was a woman, you know, I don't know if I would be that different, really. No, that I don't really would be think weird. That, well, yeah, but I mean, I don't, I guess, <laughs> I mean, I would be, obviously. <laughs> it's just kind of funny to, like, imagine right now. Yeah, like, I'm a chick. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's Matt. That's the weirdest chick. Yeah, it's, it's not going to happen. We're friends. Yeah, like, I wouldn't, I was not seeking it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matt, I feel like after that talk there, I'm a little bit more in touch with my feminine side. Well, you're getting closer to your dick. Yeah, which I feel like is a good thing. I really need to be on the level, you know? We need to be one unit. All right, Daniel. This is some relationship evolution shit right here, all right? This is how a relationship evolves in throughout time and history. You're getting to know a person. You mean how a relationship has evolved over the course of humanity? Over the course of my relationship with one particular lady named uh, Gina. But probably relates to over the, you know, the entire history, you know. Um, so, something that happened recently made me think about an earlier time in Gina and my relationship, okay? Mm -hmm. Early on in the relationship, she made some fondue for me because I'm, like, really into the melting pot. You know how I love it, right? Yeah, like, that's really cool. But the really cool thing is that she made it while wearing this incredibly slutty outfit, right? Yeah. Slutty fondue, dude. And, I mean, we're talking, like, high heels and everything. Now, okay, the high heel part did kind of mess with me because I kept thinking that there was a possibility that she would fall and, like, spill hot cheese and chocolate on me. You know, so that that was a... That was a little bit of a concern. Was it kind of like the situation where she was clearly not all that steady? On <laughs> no, the... I mean she was steady, but it's just every time I like these were high, high hills. I mean this. Was, I mean I'm saying I'm talking slut. Yeah. I mean think about sluts on the boulevard. You know she's a cold Tony. <laughs> so she's <laughs> she's out there doing it up, man. And and it's kind of it's just there's kind of a weird. This is a little off subject, but this is a weird kind of paradoxical thing, or almost where there's just like this incredibly like slutty outfit making this you know kind of a decently complicated meal have to mix a bunch of chocolates together and a bunch of cheeses and shit mm -hmm. I mean, any kind of meal uh preparation is foreign to me because taco bell makes my meals for me <laughs> but yeah. so um you know regardless of the potential fall and spill of you know molten cheese on my face it, it was still really cool you know really nice yeah. uh, a plus would do it again would do it again and, you know, and this is early on, uh, you know, so uh, it's like that crazy period is still there. So, oh, yeah, great sex after we ate, all that kind of stuff. So now let's flash forward a few years. So, you know, like I said, she's living there. Other day, she was kind enough to endure uh, sex with me. <laughs> so everything was great. It was nothing wrong with this. This is not the evolutionary part, but something that kept messing me up, the shirt that she was wearing and it was it was one of my shirts, 
Team building exercise. Yeah, 99. It was one of my shirts, but it looked like something that my dad would wear. Okay, like it wasn't a normal white shirt. Okay, like it had a stripe on it. And it was, you know, it was just like a manly kind of thing. And it broke my concentration. And I just, I couldn't keep going. It, it was just <laughs> like this really, th- like, it's just kind of like, I'm going to take, I'm going to take a break. You know, me taking a break during sex is not an abnormal thing. Okay, so right. I took a break. I didn't want to mention that, hey, you know, it's kind of like something my dad would, I didn't want to say that, you know. What you got going here? Not doing it for me. Yeah, it's kind of uh, creating some psychological uh, issue that I'm yeah. going to need years of therapy to get over. Or at least a long talk with Daniel. Yeah, yeah, or Daniel's dick. So, or Daniel's dick. <laughs> so, you know, took a break, and then eventually it got down to shirt-off time, and everything was great. So, uh, so basically, I've, I've gone from slutty fondue to baggy dad shirt in, you know, about three years or so. What relationship evolution stuff have you experienced? I feel like everybody kind of goes through that, you know? The hot and heavy, and then the cooling off, you know, of as far as sexually, whenever it was early in me and Megan's relationship, really it was her that was the one that was wanting the sex most D. of the time. They were wanting the D. Yeah. The, that sensitive, sweet Daniel yeah. D. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's going to take her out to eat. I mean, yeah. it's, it's going to wait three or four nights. Well, I mean, actually, no, at that point. Oh, right. It was still, you know, hanging and banging at that point. It was hanging and banging. It was kind of a. It's it's gone through a lot, <laughs> a lot of uh, you know, just self, in and out of abuse. some yeah slippery situations. Jesus Christ, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> God damn it! I've I've had just enough to drink to where that that's uh, gold. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and anyway, now that was the case, and you know at some point we kind of met in met in the middle on that you know when uh, when everything comes together you know it's still great so many freaking euphemisms that are just being glossed over and it's like 12 year old me is like oh, he's it he's it he's it <laughs> uh-huh that's what she said yeah um that's what she said like a uh, y- euphemism scientist or something it's like yeah no oh, that's great examining the podcast mm-hmm. uh that's that's actually what he said this is a uh, classic example it's a misconception there. Um, yeah, she would not say this. Uh, he would. Uh, it's referring directly to uh, his genitalia. Uh, that's a that's what she said after uh, that's what he said. So this is a, like a double euphemism that we're looking at here. It's a conversational euphemism. Uh, it's very complicated, and we're just now getting into this. So we're really scratching the surface on, on double euphemisms at this point. I don't know. There's just... Just a cooling off, you know? Not that it's a bad thing. It's just, I feel like everything that you could wrap up in the cooling off period is just a symptom of becoming more comfortable and familiar You're with right. each other. I, I yeah. like it. Yeah. I honestly like I mean, that. It's, it's, um, there's definitely something to be said for the, the beginning parts, like the, the magic infatuation stage, you know, like that, uh, slutty fondue stage. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Daniel, this, this kind of takes a break from relationship stuff that I've experienced, and this is more relationship stuff that I've heard as a listener, a passive listener, tucked away in my garage. So, you know, I live in a townhouse. My neighbors two doors down from me argue a lot, and a lot of times I'm just in my garage kind of chilling out, and I can hear them, right? 
Are they like outside arguing? They're outside arguing. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of turned into my own private soap opera, right? So I'm just sitting there listening. You know, I'm like getting the popcorn and like, oh shit, this is going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, most of the time it's just like cheating stuff, you know, I don't know, just insecure relationship stuff. Yeah. Stuff that you would think maybe younger people would be in fights about. I know that I had some fights about that earlier on. Right, right. So, yeah, would you say this couple is, like, middle-aged or, or... Um, the guy's older, girl's younger. You know, and I hear this stuff, and it's kind of gets, it gets heated, and I'm not going to get involved. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to go out there and be super mad, you know, <laughs> naked with a cape on. Yeah. You know, I'm not... <laughs> Yeah, excuse me, I just got out of the shower. Couldn't yeah. help but hear... I'm still within my 15 minutes. Yeah, if you've got an issue. Yeah, kind of, I'm, I'm your guy. No, like I'm, I'm not going to get involved, right? But considering all the stuff I've heard, just not only from these neighbors, but just from everyone around, I'd be like the best surprise witness if anything were to happen legal-wise. Right? Yeah, like domestic situation, right? Or something. I, yeah. I, I would. I'm like the perfect witness to come in and clarify some shit because I've listened to all of it. Like you know, I'm following it like my favorite TV show, like some fucking creeper sitting in a garage, right? It plays into a fantasy I have of being like a star witness and like busting into the courtroom at the last minute. No one there knows who the fuck I am, but I've heard everything, you know? It's just <laughs> like, I'd like to call to the stand and everybody's like, oh shit, like, who is that? Just busts in, objection! And yeah. I was like, <gasps> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Perfect. That's my dream. Like, that is my dream. Okay, so just everyone, if you will, imagine the incredibly handsome. Surprise witness takes the stand just as the judge was about to make his ruling. And the lawyer says, This is our surprise star witness. Mr. Matt, the best, brightest witness we've ever had. Now, Mr. Matt, would you please describe the events on the night of the 23rd? In season one, episode six, the defendant clearly stated, that he didn't know no Denise, but later on, in episode eight, it was revealed that he did, in fact, only talk to her ass once, and that she wasn't looking for no dick anyhow. Now, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, have you ever known a Denise not to be looking for no Now, Star Witness Matt, if you would turn in your transcript, Season 8, Episode 9. Now, I'm there. On page 31. Okay. It was discussed between the two individuals in this case. A Janet. But then, now, if you skip ahead to page 52, her name appears to become a Denise. Now, you have kept incredible account of all the events surrounding this couple. 
Is this a mistake or was there in fact another hope? It is my belief that there is both a Janet and a Denise. You know, that's a fantasy of mine, and I appreciate you indulging me. (laughs) Now, I know I shouldn't have been listening, right? But it's just like, it's too real. Like, I sit there and like, oh, shit, here it goes, you know? I've honestly, I've been late to work because of it. And I'll show up. It's like, what the hell are you doing? You know, I get there at like 8.30. Like, what the hell are you doing? Like, the neighbors are in a fight. They're in on it. Like, oh, shit. What they say? What they they say? Oh, let me tell you. Oh, it's good today. It was real good today. Uh, I mean, I can't believe they're back together. No, they shouldn't She clearly was on that dick she's clearly on a couple of dicks yeah yeah i mean i can't believe that he took her back like he already had a couple girls on his dick at the same time and a way a disease is not being passed around all those motherfuckers should get checked i know i shouldn't been doing that stuff man but is that something that you do or or like or have done is there if there been anything that was like enthralling or just something that was too good that you had no business kind of like the train wreck kind of thing exactly dude exactly is there do you have any tendencies like that where you just can't look away or can't stop listening let me just say, nothing really like that has happened to me that I can recall, but I would not approach it any differently, I don't think, than, than you did. I'm so glad to I know. I would be getting, yeah, I'd probably be getting like a little bit happy, like, man, me too. What's going to happen? Every you know? time, dude. It's every like, time. Uh, I go in and tell Gina about it. Gina, 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 come here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shh, shh, shut yeah, up, yeah. shut up. Shut the fuck up. It's like, I'm not even talking. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I would totally be into it. Any gaps in a situation like that that I wasn't present for or conversations that that maybe happened in between what I heard, my imagination would run wild with with what probably happened and stuff. Me too. I think that's actually what makes it so great is the gap filling. In my mind, my neighbors don't have any just like, hey, what do you want to watch tonight? I don't know. Just whatever. We'll order pizza and watch a little Netflix. Right. Yeah. That... Like nothing's ever okay. No, like when they wake up, it's like they are starting a soap opera intro. There's a theme song and there's a slow turn towards the camera. Maybe the guy's taking his glasses off after writing something and looking up and smiling. That's how their day starts every day to me. And the events of those days are like all my children or general hospital. And I get to sometimes just be privy to that. And so I'll make up all the other stuff, you know? They're actually like fictional characters in my mind. There's that voyeuristic kind of thing that, that a lot of people have, you know? It's big reason that reality TV is as big as it is. That's a good know? point. I, I guess people are kind of drawn to the mundane. It's not necessarily mundane. I guess I look at it as like a normalcy check. Like, am I living my life the correct way? Like, are these people, can I relate to these people? So like, you know, if, if you're sitting in, a, in your garage and you overheard a conversation, like, I cannot believe you spent $200,000 on that. You know we only have 1.5 million. You know, you're sitting there like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, I live in the same kind of house they do. I mean, we're in a townhouse situation. I fucked my life up. My whole life's fucked up. I can't touch that money. And so it's, I think it's in some ways it's kind of a bad thing because you're thinking like, oh, yeah. I remember those kind of arguments. I know what that's like. And, uh, yeah. 
hopefully I won't go through that again. And you're kind of in some ways constantly comparing yourself to other relationships and 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 I guess when your relationship doesn't have the drama in it which I strive to not have any in mind we Gina and I argue so infrequently that it's weird when we do when you hear the argument it to me right now it reminds me of past relationships that I was in I'd be lying if I didn't say that like when I was hearing it I wasn't trying to think of what I would say I I try to put myself in the man's role. Keep wanting to get out of this accusation that I have cheated on her with Denise. And I try I do it both ways. Like I try to think like, okay, no, I didn't. And then like, yeah, okay, I did. How, <laughs> like, how am I going to, but what am I going to tell this bitch? You know? And you know, in this situation, she's always a bitch, some bitch. I'm, it's like a, like an alter ego. Uh, me, I get to pretend that I'm this guy in this what I perceive as a more interesting life. So, right. So in this situation, the, the partner that this man lives with is the bitch. I mean, in my mind, I I will, this is providing some valuable insight. (laughs) So, you know, the chauvinist hour (laughs) is basically the 24 hours of my life. Okay. No. So no, I mean, to be, to be completely honest, I go both ways, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we can let that scientist chalk that one up. <laughs> no, I I try to I try to think of it like okay, I'm, I'm going to play the part of this guy that's cheated on this girl several times and just been this complete asshole, and then I'm going to play the part of this guy that's completely faithful. All of it is just like screenwriting stuff, right? It's just all screenwriting. I think about these things. Oh man, like what what would this be like? Like you said in like a reality show, he's having this whole argument, and then it like cuts to him. He's like. Yeah, I cheated on her. Yeah, I've been fucking Denise. I've known Denise since high school. Yeah. Like her friends already inside throwing his shit out, like oh, the yeah. top window and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then and then there's also this, it's like the guy's in there, it's like, I just don't know what to do. I, I, I love her so much. She just has so many emotional issues with her prior relationship where she was cheated on a lot. And I just don't know how to connect with her in that way. And, I don't know how to make her trust me the same way I trust her. You know, then it cuts to her and she's like, I know he's been cheating. So that's why I've been sucking his boy Tyrone's dick. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a that's an argument that I've heard, you know, quite a few times about why people like kind of the voyeuristic shows, like the reality shows and stuff, uh, is kind of seeing how you size up to the situation, you know. Yeah, it's it's funny because I 100% across the board hate reality shows. So when I get an actual reality show, I mean, that's literally happening in real life, two doors down from me. It's the best thing ever. There's nothing in my brain that's going to be like, Matt, listen, they're going to get worse ratings if they got along all the time, okay? What makes the show is the arguments, and that's why people are watching it. And then you hear news articles about, you know, or you see, you see news articles about, Oh, you know, so and so producing this show and it's wrote the yeah. so you know it, it's it's you see, like, like behind the scenes a producer crawling out of the second story bathroom window, you know, yeah, yeah. planting a condom in there. Oh <laughs> shit! Yeah. Falling yeah. into the bushes. Oh, yeah. oh dude, dude, like this is this, I'm actually a part of the next evolution of reality shows. Like like now that everyone's caught on that they're fake, producers and directors are actually taking over people's lives and like influencing relationship decisions and shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, why was there a condom in the dishwasher? 
But that didn't make any goddamn sense anyway. <laughs> and I don't fucking know. Well, you already got a drinking problem. There's no telling what... What the fuck you mean I got a drinking problem? You know, so like yeah. immediately it starts an actual argument where yeah. there was none. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. A condom anywhere at any time is an argument starter if the other person doesn't know where it came from. I mean, period. Pretty easy to manipulate a situation with a fucking condom. Mm-hmm. Now you got like, well, you know, it's a Zika virus, babe. It's just trying to be, trying with, to be good. With whom? Hey, baby, I appreciate your proper use there. I don't know who this Zika bitch is, but she gonna get... <laughs> This kind of reminds me, though, of a story that I would like to relate. It's kind of along the same lines. Yeah, before we lived here, we lived uh, in an apartment complex. And one night around midnight-ish or so, there was a woman, you know, around my age, probably 30 or so, maybe late 20s, outside the apartment that was like immediately across from ours, which was separated, you know, by the parking lot. And I could see her, whenever they moved in, it it was her and a guy. And uh, we talked to him a little bit and they borrowed a pan from us to make some meatloaf. Anyway, I saw her outside, looked like she was on the phone. She's kind of pacing, you know, and got off the phone. And I don't know, she looked like she was kind of in a, in a tight spot, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. And I can't remember, I don't think I said anything first. I think she approached me, but uh, she needed a ride across town. I don't remember this. Yeah. You fucked her ride. Yeah, I gave her a ride. No, uh, across the universe. Yeah. That's what it sounded like. I ain't got any gas, but baby, we can go to the moon. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I said, and she was like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, she needed a ride across town, or she was relating to me that she needed a ride across town. And I was like, well, you know, I can can give you a ride, no no problem, you know? Yeah, this good guy, Daniel. Yeah. So I'm trying to like reconstruct exactly how this happened. Um, oh, right. That's right. So I say, yeah, I can give you a ride. You know, she's like, okay, l- let me grab a couple of things and I'll be right back. I was like, okay. So I get in my car, which is, you know, across the parking lot, back it up in front of her apartment there. And she comes out and she's got three big black trash bags full of, I don't really know what, maybe laundry or something. And she puts that in the in the back seat of the car, you know. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I'm kind of thinking, well, she needs a ride to someone's house to do laundry or something like that. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah. So we go to leave and get out the, uh, it was a gated apartment complex, and we get out the gate, but we're not on the road yet. And she's like, oh, crap, you know, I forgot my uh, perfume. I was like, okay, well, turn around and go get it, you know. She's like, yeah, make it quick, you know, I, I want to be gone before my boyfriend gets back. So I'm immediately like, mm, what, you know? Uh, long story short, I'm like facilitating her exodus from this relationship. Awesome. And um, was not aware of that. And apparently uh, her boyfriend's like been trying to get in touch with her and 
might be like where we're going and Jesus. all this stuff. And I'm like, ah, I don't want to get mixed up in this, you know, and you just kind of find yourself in a situation like I was a complete nervous wreck the whole time, but everything went off with, without incident. Of course, she was back with him. Oh, yeah. Not just typical. And then from that point forward, she like visibly tried to avoid me and stuff. Like when they were out, it was just weird. I felt like he was probably like, okay, why is she being like that towards that guy? Oh, he probably what? fucked Dude, her. I, you know, like that, that is, kind of thing. That is so great. Like, I don't know why I didn't think of that. But I was, I was even thinking about in her mind just why would you come up like, hey, what's up? Whatever happened to that ride I gave you, you know, when you got your perfume, you know, like, like you would even mention yeah, it. Yeah. Everything turned all right, out all right? I mean, are you, you're, this, oh, this, you're not still with this guy that's standing right here, are you? Yeah, or, like, this isn't the exact guy you were trying to get away from, is it? Because that would be fucking awkward. And I'm, I'm going to say right now, I'm so sorry about that. But yeah, that was, a, uh, that was an interesting night. Yeah. Man, I was, I want to say, I even, that dude even, like, asked me, I think he asked me, like, if I had seen her or something, and I was like, no, yeah. Hey, man. You see my girl? It was it was an incredibly awkward situation. Hey, man. <laughs> you make us less awkward and go watch a movie or something? Yeah, yeah. Hey, man. You want to do a podcast or something? <laughs> yeah, and here we are. That's actually an origin story. Yeah. Uh, for this podcast. You didn't see that coming. Oh, oh, and it was all a dream. You can reach us on Facebook. You can reach us on Twitter. You can reach us on YouTube. You can reach us directly at GetYourMindRightCast at gmail.com. Everybody, thanks so much for listening. And if you have any uh, suggestions or um, ideas for future episode topics or anything like that, be sure to hit us up on our email. Ladies, ladies, all of you and the few gentlemen, thanks so much for listening. And if you have listened this far, that's on you. This has been Get Your Mind Right, Matt and Daniel. I'm Matt. And I am Daniel. Thanks, everyone. See you guys. Blip, 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 blip.